Guzman. Here are the latest COVID-19 pandemic updates, making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. Malacanang defense President Duterte's appointment of Environment Secretary Roy Simatu as the deputy implementer of the government's COVID-19 response in the Visayas. Presidential spokesman Hari Roque says Simatu was ordered by Duterte to do everything in his power to win the fight against the pandemic. Roque adds Simatu can exercise all the powers of the interagency task force to solve the rising cases of the coronavirus in the province of Cebu. Bago po tinalaga si uh, Secretary Simatu dito sa latest assignment niya, eh matagal na po talagang tinatalaga ng ating Presidente si Secretary Simatu bilang uh, special envoy no, for special concerns. Nung uh, meron po mga nakidnap na Pilipino sa Libya, siya po ang pinadala. Si, uh, si Secretary Simatu rin ang uh, inutusan ng Presidente para linisin ang Burakay at ang Manila Bay. Ang kanyang latest order po kay Presidente, Talunin ang COVID-19 sa siyudad ng Cebu. Roque, meanwhile, says there will be a recalibration of the current COVID-19 parameters in the country. These modifiers include the case doubling time and the critical care utilization of coronavirus patients. Get used to the new normal. That's the message of President Duterte as he urges Filipinos to keep practicing health protocols such as wearing of face masks, frequent hand washing, and physical distancing. This as government slowly opens up the Philippine economy and eases COVID-19 lockdown restrictions. Hindi naman warning, hindi pakiusap sa inyo na sanayin natin yung buhay ngayon na new, bago na talaga ang pamumuhay, ang diskarte, maglakad, paggalaw, social distancing, hugas kamay, uh, mask, uh, tapos gumari, uh, limit mo yung labas mo. Kasi ang covid Nandyan, ready to cling to your body. Pasok yan sa bunganga ilong mata. Despite his plea to Filipinos to limit going outside of their homes, Duterte says he's planning to go around the country to visit military camps in the next few days to honor several soldiers. If there is anybody who wants to be out, to enjoy and even to live life normally ako ako yung ayaw talaga sa itong uh, lockdown lockdown i hate it i do not want even myself pero ang sabi ko sa inyo kung kayo hindi makatiis at tinamaan kayo sorry na lang same is true for me if i am reckless enough then I get it because uh, in the coming days I intend to go around the country. The Philippines records its highest number of fresh and additional cases in a day. Today, the Department of Health reports 1,150 additional cases. Of that number, 789 are considered fresh cases, while 361 are labeled late cases. This brings the national tally to 31,825. Nine deaths and 299 recoveries are also recorded today. 
President Duterte vouching for the integrity of Health Secretary Francisco Duque and other government officials as the Office of the Ombudsman investigates them for alleged irregularities in the response to the pandemic. In a briefing in Malacanang Monday, Duterte assured Filipinos no public funds were stolen when government bought supplies for its COVID-19 response. With due respect to the Ombudsman, uh, the Honorable uh, Martyrs, uh, iniimbestiga pa niya. Pero ako, kung ako lang ang tanongin, kung ako ang imbestigahin niya, hindi magpunta talaga sabihin ko na I believed in the honesty and integrity of my people. Yan ang masabi ko. Ma malinis itong, itong tao ko dito. And I still believe in them. Anyway, uh, yun ang sitwasyon. Gusto ko lang alaman na tao na itong sa gobyerno na ito, sakripisyo ito. I'm just appealing to their sense of patriotism and their love for their country. Duque says his agency will answer the subpoena of the Office of the Ombudsman. Ombudsman Samuel Martirez has ordered a probe into the allegedly delayed procurement of medical gear, as well as supposed lapses that led to the deaths of health workers. Presidential spokesperson Harry Roque says Mr. Duterte's latest expression of support for Secretary Duque does not mean the health chief is off the hook. From the president. Ombudsman uh, Martires is a criminal lawyer, a former RTC judge, CA Justice, Associate Justice of the Supreme Court. Hindi po yan matitinag. The Ombudsman's probe will also cover delays in the release of benefits for health workers affected by COVID-19 and the reporting of coronavirus cases and deaths in the country. Two employees of the Philippine Senate test positive for COVID-19. Katrina Domingo reports. Senate President Vicente Soto III, who confirmed that at least two Senate employees have tested positive for the coronavirus disease 2019. Soto did not mention which Senate offices the two employees were from, but sources earlier said that they were both holding office on the Senate building's fourth floor. Soto told reporters in a text message that the persons exposed to the two employees have already passed their 14 days of self-quarantine. The Senate president has yet to clarify if the two Senate workers were among the staff who tested positive in the legislative body's mass rapid testing program last month. Now, the Senate will not likely be placed on a lockdown despite recording fresh COVID cases. According to Senate President uh, Tito Soto, he says this, that the Senate is already in a semi-lockdown and that there are also physical and virtual hearings as well as clerical work being conducted in senators' offices. So a total lockdown in the entire building is virtually impossible as of this moment. Soto says that several Senate offices that wish to go on a lockdown may do so if they prefer. But he still maintains that a total lockdown cannot be declared for the entire Senate. According to the Senate Medical and Dental Bureau, the Senate has recorded 16 COVID cases since March this year. 13 have recovered, one died, and two are still active cases. Of those who were infected by the disease in the Senate are Senators Sunny Angara, Coco Pimentel, Juan Miguel Zubiri, as well as three staff members, from the offices of Senators Rizon Tiveros and Pia Cayetano. The Senate right now is on a senate break and is expected to resume sessions on July 27, 2020, when President Rodrigo Duterte delivers his State of the Nation address.
COVID-19 testing data from the start of the general community quarantine in the national capital region pushed the number of cases of the viral disease to new heights as one of the longest quarantines in the world reaches its 100th day. The ABS-CBN data analytics team breaks down all of the COVID-19 data from March 15 onwards in this edition of Dissecting Data. On March 15, the Philippines started what would become the longest community quarantine in the world in an effort to contain a nascent COVID-19 outbreak. The hope was to prevent newly discovered cases from spreading by limiting the opportunity for local transmission. But the number of COVID-19 cases in the Philippines still rose. By March 26, cases in the country breached the 700 mark. On March 30th, it more than doubled to 1,546. And on April 3rd, it reached 3,018. It was doubling every four days. But then the rate started to slow. The next time the total COVID-19 cases would double would be on April 18, when the number hit 6,086. And then the next would be on May 15 at 12,089. It would exceed 24,000 after another 27 days. This line graph shows the seven-day moving average of reported cases per day, alongside the more volatile daily numbers shown by the red graph. Daily reported COVID-19 cases surged in the first 15 days of the community quarantine before dipping in early April, coinciding with the 14-day gestation period for the virus. That appeared to show the quarantine had accomplished its job and arrested the rise in COVID-19 cases. The quarantine remained in place before government decided to start easing lockdown conditions based on the number of cases found in each area. The national capital region was eventually moved to the lighter, modified, enhanced community quarantine on May 16th. As people returned to work, eager to restart their lives, there were more opportunities for transmission of COVID-19. And true enough, the number of daily reported cases surged. Overall, more new COVID-19 cases are confirmed every day compared to the start of the quarantine. This can be partly attributed to more testing, as shown by this chart. On June 17th, 16,000 COVID-19 tests were conducted. On June 19th, 15,679 tests. The trend on daily tests is finally angling upward toward the 30,000-a-day goal, half a month after the original target for that total at the end of May. While this is yielding more positive results, it is also providing government with more information much needed in its decision-making process ahead of the end of June when President Rodrigo Duterte will decide again on either extending, lowering, or raising current quarantine conditions. The positivity rate is a good measure of how many individuals tested actually have the viral disease. The positivity rate is shown in this chart by the yellow line. It is on a downtrend from the high teens in April to around 7% in June. This means out of every 100 people tested, only 7 are actually testing positive for COVID-19. 7% is a good number, but the goal is to get it lower, around 5%, and sustain it at that level for half a month. In this chart, the number of recoveries shown in green are accelerating upward, outpacing total deaths shown in black. That's another encouraging trend. But if you add up these numbers, you will only get about a third of the total confirmed cases of 30,000. That means there is a lag in the data collection for recoveries and deaths. We'll see if this trend holds true when more information is made available. Another objective of the quarantine was to buy time for hospitals all around the Philippines to prepare for more COVID-19 cases, especially since a vaccine for the virus has yet to be discovered. 
This table shows the availability of beds for COVID-19 patients in intensive care units as of June 21st. Red reflects occupied beds and gray represents vacant beds. NCR jumps out with a 42% occupancy rate. Region 7, which includes Cebu, is the next highest with an occupancy rate of around 55%. It's the only region with more occupancies than vacancies. A worrying statistic, the Bangsamoro Autonomous Region in Muslim Mindanao only has three ICU beds dedicated for COVID-19, and one is occupied. If the disease were to spread there, the healthcare system could be easily overwhelmed. These data tell us both quarantine conditions and testing activities have an impact on the COVID-19 curve. There are some encouraging numbers, including the ICU vacancy rates in key urban centers, as well as the recovery rate and the positivity rate. But the numbers also show the Philippines is far from beating COVID-19, despite instituting the longest quarantine in the world at 100 days and counting. For Dissecting Data, I'm Warren de Guzman. And those were the latest. I'm Nikki de Guzman. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.